This episode is brought to you by Bias Agency Australia. And really started to look at real estate and following what was happening in real estate and looking everywhere and et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, having a few mates in real estate and talking to them at the time went, well, this is, this looks like the perfect opportunity, you know, I can go to work and, and really, really enjoy what I do. This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Shum and in this episode, we're back with Craig Malvin, the real estate licensee at Linda Group with a strong real estate background. In exploring his family history, career highlights and the importance of getting the right guidance, he's shaping the vision younger people can have of the property market so that they can make it their own. After purchasing his second property, Malvin wondered what to do next. Thankfully, he had his sister Kimberly to answer that question and many more. Together, they established how he could use his equity to push him further up the investment ladder, provided his icy feet didn't slip on the rungs. After the second one, we got a bit of, not, not cold feet, um, but we thought, oh, hang on, you know, what, what, what's next? We're going to buy something a bit, a bit newer. Um, so we started looking at a couple of four-bedroom homes, just just established, um, and, and and stuff we could build could build as well and get some some um, depreciation back back through our tax. And and after sort of three or four, I was I was starting to think, oh look, I've got a we're carrying a fair bit of um, <laughs> fair, fair bit of mortgage risk here, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And and I and and to be honest, I, I sort of sat back and went, oh, what do I do next? And um, as my wife that that sort of she said oh you know let, let's just keep going just just go you know let's go for it um yeah which, which was great because originally she was the one that sort of was hesitant i was i was hesitant as well but then then she said no let's just keep going and she'd she'd ring kimberly and say yeah we're just going to do this don't don't really care what craig says um just just let's let's just let's just do it so she sort of she she, she kick-started start, us from from that point again so and and to be honest since then whenever an opportunity has, has come up um we've just gone yep let, let's just, just jump on it um and the, i guess one of the biggest regrets is not buying double of what we, we purchased over the last last few years you know some some great opportunities came up and we went yeah let's let's try something and build something there but if we would have done two or three in the same area um you know it, it just would have been so much better for melbourne and his sister it goes to show how perspective shapes who you become for two people that experience the same upbringing they walked away with two different understandings. I know this is where where Kimberly's um, passion and driven is coming from, and it probably didn't resonate with me as much. But I remember my dad saying, "I wish we would have bought this." We used to go to Foster as as um, oh, twenty five years ago, and Dad would go, "Oh, I could have bought that. I could have bought that unit for ninety thousand dollars years ago." And we we're going to buy this, and and we we're going to, and we we're going to, and we never did. Um, you know, and and you think, well, you know, if you did buy it. You know, it's now worth nine hundred thousand. So you know, etc. You know, so and and that Kimberly, I think, always picked up on that, and I and I probably never did. Um, Dad was, yeah, we're going to buy a pub, we're going to do this, we're going to, but um, you know, and I think, I think Kimberly definitely picked up on all that. I, I didn't, um, but I've never heard anyone say, oh, "I wish I didn't, I didn't do something." You know, it's always, especially when it's it's the real estate. It's oh, 
I wish I would have done this or I could have done this or I could have bought this in, in 1960 or I could have done this and look what it's worth now. And I think, you know, if you can have that perspective going forward, going, okay, well, yes, I did do it. Um, what's it going to be worth in 10, 20 years? If you look at it that way rather than if I don't do it, then, then you're always going to be okay. His perspective today is that if you buy in the right area, it's never going to be a lemon, even if you buy at the wrong time. If you hold it long enough, there's going to be a right time. We've bought a, a couple of dual key properties or built a couple of dual key properties. So we, we looked at looked at um, building, doing house and land packages um, so we could, could gain the depreciation on, on the builds for a tax. So, so become so even though they're built as, as positively geared properties, there's there's quite a quite a good return on on depreciation on a newer home. Um, having older properties too, there is a lot of maintenance um, with them. You, you have water heaters, you have air conditioners and those sort of things that you know that so they there is that risk that there could be a you know any any day there could be two or three thousand um, dollar cost to replace something. So so you don't I guess yeah, yeah, exactly. So you don't have that with, with a brand new property. Um, and brand new properties, you tend to get uh, more rent. Um, and being a brand new property, tenants tend to look after the property a lot better too. So um, I guess that, that that's why we went we went down down that track. Um, yeah, and, and the two we've got got on on the go. One's a dual key, and one's just a, a just a, a good size four bedroom home because the area we're building in is that sort of that sort of um, community. You know, there's not a lot of lot of investment properties in that area, and there's not a lot of that, that dual living. Um, so it sort of fits in really well with with that community. One factor to consider with new properties is waiting for the build to be completed, as this can impact holding costs. However, if you can hold it, the end result can be well worth it. The ones we're building at the moment, I think October 2020 is when we would have signed a land contract uh, for one of them. So that that's been two years that um, we've had to hold hold the land. Um, you do with with a lot of the builders, you, you can get you can get rebates. Um, so a lot of time there's there's a rebate which can go go towards a lot of your lot of your holding costs at that time. Um, but it does it does it does become a cost of cost of doing business. Um, and you I guess you've just got to be in a position where you can you can hold it. Um, and the beauty of, of, of a few of these is that we have had quite good capital growth on the blocks of land um, in in the time. Um, and I guess you know what we've done beforehand has allowed us to be able to to hold something and, and be able to hold something until we until we get some income. Um, knowing that it's going to have really good capital growth, and once it's built, it's going to it's going to pay itself back, you know, tenfold. So, um, it, it is a different strategy. Um, and having having a, a sister that's a mortgage broker too is is a very very good advantage. Um, and and you know, being able to use use different different types of lenders, and not not always just relying on the top four banks, but there are there are great lenders out there that that will allow you to to do things um, a little bit differently. Uh, and that, that that's one of the biggest learnings is that don't just always you know, look look at a bank. Talk to a broker. The brokers have so many better options than than a bank. The bank thinks about them and that's it. Whereas a broker is thinking about the client themselves. So um, there are ways and means of, of especially with construction loans and, and things like that to to make sure you can can always 
always, always make something work. The strategy that, that we employ is to use the equity to to be able to go on and do the next property. Um, if we had to come up with our own cash, we we just wouldn't be able to do it, you know. So so it, it's it's the decisions you've made beforehand that that really allow you to make make the next the next decisions, um, and using the equity from from one to to move on to the other. When he was bitten by the real estate bug, he did a great job of latching on. From there, he became as emotionally invested as he was financially. And really started to look at real estate and following what was happening in real estate and looking everywhere and et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, having a few mates in real estate and talking to them at the time went, well, this is this looks like the perfect opportunity, you know, I can go to work and, and really, really enjoy what I do. Um, and also real estate, it, it's very similar to the hospitality industry. You know, you're dealing with people and customers all the time. So, um, you know, you're not stuck in an office nine to five. You're, you're out and about talking to people, meeting with people, going into their homes. Um, I love going in and having a look at, look at people's homes, um, what they've done to them. Um, some of the older older homes as well, some big mansions and, and, and things like that. So I've just got a, a real, real passion for, for real estate. Um, and, and, and the biggest part of it and, and something that I probably didn't look at when I moved in is just every day you get a chance to, to change someone's life. Um, you get you get the opportunity, f- you know, to, to sell them a dream home or make or make their dream their dream come true. Um, and when you do, and I think you mentioned it earlier, when you do have that a sale, it is such a high that it's, until you've done it, it it's you can't explain it. Um, there are a lot, a lot of lows in real estate and you do a lot of hours for no work. Um, but when, when something does come off and you just see someone handing someone some keys and they're just so excited to move into their new home, that just, that just resonates with you and just everything, everything comes back to you at, at that point go, well, yeah, this is, this is why I'm doing this. Coming up after the break, we discussed the importance of seeing others' perspectives. But it gave me a really good perspective for a lot of my clients to go, okay, well, this is what I've done. Um, this is the sort of property you should look at. The time that was a bit bleaker than the rest. We've been very, very lucky. We haven't had too many challenges. Um, you know, we've had we've had some during COVID. It was it was pretty tough. He shares why the younger generation have it much better than he did. And so many of Kimberley's kids friends have, have come on board and, and been able to buy property and and i just think wow look look at the opportunities they've got at, at 22 23 years of age and that's next i'm tyron shum and you're listening to property investory do you find yourself stressed out not knowing how or where to find the best property deals or what the best strategy is to build a wealth-generating portfolio? Well, Dragon Dominski can help you while you save time and money. With about two decades of experience as an investor and expert buyer's agent, he finds positively geared properties with development potentials and secures and negotiates off-market deals for his clients. Now, he's offering you a no-obligation 45-minute strategy call to get you started. Just simply text the code BAA with your name and email address to 0405-105-074 to get your no obligation free 45-minute strategy call. One of Malvin's greatest passions is to help people which real estate allows him to do. 
It also allows him to spot some great gems for himself to add to his own portfolio. But he's careful not to take advantage of his position. And being in that, that situation, if, if the right property came up, then I probably had other, other people or other buyers that I'd, 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 I'd let know about those opportunities as well. So I think I didn't, I, sort of at that stage, we were looking more to Queensland and at that stage because of, because of land tax. Um, you know, so it was sort of, with, yeah, and, and then different opportunities with building and, and rather than buying established properties. Um, but it gave me a really good perspective for a lot of my clients to go, okay, well, this is what I've done. Um, this is the sort of property you should look at. And, and still, I've got a lot of clients that from, from those days that, you know, that, that are really good clients of ours that have, that have gone on and, and built, built dual key homes and, and, and newer homes. Um, and that just sort of gives you, you know, it gives you an advantage, I think, in, in that industry that, you know, especially when you're talking to investors, you can talk talk on a different level um, on, on on what they're actually looking for. And most people, most people I've found, really don't know what they want, um, but you can help them discover what they want. And when you when you let them know sort of what's what opportunities are available and and, and what's around, and when that that when that perfect property comes on the on the books, and you ring that person and say, "Hey, you have to come around and see this property now because um, this is exactly what you need." That's 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 the best part of real estate. He was at his previous real estate agency for nine years and leapt straight into sales. Before we started Linda Group, I'd never done any property management. Um, so so I learned very quickly what property management was all about um, and still learning every day because um, it, it is a different beast um, to, to sales, um, but no no purely, purely sales um, in the Penrith area. And to me, um, it doesn't matter if it's a I'm leasing a house out or I'm selling a house. I still get the same buzz, you know. Um, and, and and one of the things I really pride myself on in property management is I can see, I can see from a um, an investor's perspective um, how important it is to to get your tenants into your house and get them in as quick as you can, um, you know. And that's that's I guess one of the things I really pride myself on is is, is getting if someone's moving out of a house well how do we get a tenant in here you know as quick as as quick as we can so there's no no loss of income to to the owner um you know and and you know all those little tips and tricks and those sort of things from dealing in sales and, and being here for so long that okay well we can we can make this work and um yeah so I, I guess i've come come to property management with a completely different perspective um and not a lot of property management baggage i guess With over 130 properties that he's managing, he has no fewer than 130 stories to share. We've been very, very lucky. We haven't had too many challenges. Um, you know, we've had we've had some during COVID. It was it was pretty tough. Um, we had a lot of tenants, obviously that that that, that couldn't work and and, um, and 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 pay pay their rent every week and 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 that sort of thing. So they they start to fall behind. And um, but we've been lucky. We've had some really good owners that that. You know that when okay it's COVID we understand, um, and and if if people are genuinely having problems, most people are quite acceptable of that, and uh, they'll work in with them. You know, so um, we, we we had someone that felt quite fell quite far behind, about six thousand dollars behind in rent um, during COVID, and and they've now they've now caught all their rent up, and they're they're, they're one of our, our best tenants. Um, just someone that just was just COVID just hit them that bad that, that they had no income, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But um, yeah, haven't had too many too many dramas. Um, you know, you get the, you get the day to day day things that you know silly things 
there were air conditioners and light switches and light bulbs and and, and those sort of things. You know, people ringing you on a Sunday, oh, I need my light bulbs changed. Um, just just all those little things that, that, yeah, I guess they can do your head in at some stage if you, if you look at them the wrong way, um, which I tend to do sometimes. Um, but it's just, once again, it's like any job you do. It, it's managing people um, and, and being able to manage it the right way. When it comes to working with his sister, Melvin appreciates that it feels like it's all come full circle. And I guess when we when we sat down three years ago, it was okay. Well, how can we how can we make this a, a full circle thing? You know, um, how can we be a one stop shop for for all of our existing clients, um, which which Kimberly has thousands of um, from over the years. Um, so how can we be that one stop shop and really really? And I, I guess our tagline is Linda Group Property Property Made Easy. And that, that's what we want to do for people. We want to make property easy because it's not a hard thing. Um, if you know what you're doing and, and you've got the right tools, it is it is very easy. Um, and that's not just for investors or landlords, it's for tenants as well. So um, one of our biggest things is we love to educate people. Um, and and we've got so many so many young people now that, that are buying the first and second properties um, through our investment, investment arm and and that gives us the greatest pleasure. Um, my son, my son bought his first investment property last year. Um, yeah, which is a dual key property up in up in um, Gilson Heights in, in the Hunter Hunter area. Um, and he's got enough equity now, where he's going to do his second one, um, which is over in Perth. You know, so um, and 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 so many of Kimberley's kids friends have, have come on board and, and been able to buy property and and I just think wow look look at the opportunities they've got at, at 22 23 years of age that when they get to my age which I'm 52 now um you know if I would have been able to do that at 22 oh my god you know we, what position would I be in now you know and I just I just think it, it, it's absolutely fantastic and that, that gives it that gives me the greatest pleasure seeing these these young people going you know what um they're gonna they're gonna have have a great life you know they're they could they could stop at two or three properties they could get to kimberley's point no 40 odd um but that's they've started that journey already and and they see the power of property and the power of where they're where they're going to be in in 10 15 20 years much of the younger generation says it's too hard to get into the market and they don't know where to start Thankfully, Melvin has a solution for all of them. And kids these days seem to have a lot of disposable income. Um, you know, they, they are earning earning good money, you know, um, especially a lot of the young tradies and, and plumbers and, and, and things like that, that, um, you know, but they just don't know what to do and they don't have the edu- excuse me, they don't have the education. Um, and, and that's all it is, you know, it, it's knowing and trusting a process. And once you know and trust that process, um, it, it can be quite easy. Despite his connections, he isn't one to take others' knowledge without learning all he can himself. I've never been a, a, a massive reader, um, yeah, or, or a podcaster. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but I, I do get, yeah, I, I do, I do look at magazines and, and, and things and, and and read a lot. Um, I, I now do a lot of research online, um, you know, realestate.com and, and, and read it probably investment articles and things like that but i never sort of use that as a as a resource um i've always you sort of done my own research and, and looked at areas and and driven to areas and had a look at them and 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 done that sort of thing sort of got out and about rather than than listening and and reading what what other people have done um i guess 
I've had I've had Kimberly there to guide me now for a long way, and, and what she's done is is is, is an inspirational, incredible. Um, but I've also had a lot of support from from other people in the family too. So you know that um, that that sort of support um, and just knowing and trusting a process that that's that's sort of I think sometimes more valuable than than actually than actually doing podcasts and and research and, and things like that. Um, yeah, I used to I, I used to go to a lot of lot of seminars and, and things like that um, when I was with when I was with my previous uh, real estate agency, um, but they, they those sort of things used to sort of get me excited for for a week or so, um, you know, get you motivated. But then I never really really did anything from that, you know. So it's sort of like a an addiction, I guess, it gave you a bit of a high for high for a week and motivation, and then, you know, and then okay, when's the next when's the next seminar? Accountability and a support system are great things to have, and is a good pair of listening ears. And I guess one thing I've always in all, all my all my career is always listen to to others, um, you know, and and sort of, you know, look to look look who who the people that. Are the leaders in organisations and things like that, and go, okay, well, what can what can I gain from someone like that, um, and and take their take their advice, um, rather than sort of just going and, and seeing someone at a at a seminar, etc. You know, people that have been there, done that, um, and I think that that's one of the things I've always looked to try and find someone that's been there, done that, and had a chat to them about, you know, how did this work? What happened? Um, why did you get into it? And find out the how and the why um, rather than sort of reading someone else's opinion or, or listening to someone else. It's, you know, I think face-to-face talking to people gets you so much more benefit than, than, than going to a seminar or something like that. If you said, you know, you, you met yourself, say, 10 years ago, what do you think you would have said to him? Probably the same thing I say to myself now is why didn't you start earlier? You know, go back and go back, go back and start in early two thousand. Um, buy more property, um, you know, um, and and just just enjoy enjoy the journey. You know, that's um, it can be can be stressful, it can be can be hard, um, but always look at look at the end goal. What's you know where where are things going to go? And it's an, an end to a means where. You know, when when I'm 60, you know, where am I going to be? You know, what is is, is superannuation going to keep me in a lifestyle that I like? No, it's not. You know, so how do we how do we create a life for ourselves um, moving forward in the next sort of 20, 30 years? And then moving forward, I guess into the future, what are you most excited about in your journey next? In your property journey, in your life, <laughs> retirement <laughs> and travel, um, which is probably not got nothing to do with property, but property is going to allow us to allow us to do that. Um, I guess we're at the point now where we once once the next two are built, um, we'll step back and say, okay, exactly what what position are we in at the moment? Um, can we consolidate? Some properties. Um, what are we going to want and need to to be able to take that next next journey in life? Um, yeah, we we haven't travelled a lot, but we want to really start travelling travelling the world. Um, we've got a trip booked for America at the end of this year, so I'm sure I'm going to really get the travel bug um, from from that. Um, that was a trip I was supposed to do for my fiftieth, but COVID put a put an end to that so uh but that's a, that's a, that's all right we're on hopefully we're going to be in a position where we can can really enjoy enjoy what we what we've created over the last sort of 10 15 years and and getting in a property that, that that's what allowed that allows you to, to have that lifestyle that you're going to enjoy what what are some of the places that you love to go to as well besides america 
we want to go over to Italy, Greece. Um, we do love cruising. Um, <laughs> just um, cruising anywhere at any time. Um, yeah, so mate, mate, mostly in America, Hawaii. We've been to Hawaii. Um, yeah, that, that's probably about it, I guess, at the start. I want, I want to go and have a look at Canada. Um, but I guess once I start doing some more travel and doing a bit more research, there'll probably be other places to go. Yeah, we have to go and go and see, go and see those areas for sure. How much of your success do you think has been due to hard work, intelligence, skill, and how much of it do you think has been due to luck? I, I say 100% to hard work and skill um, because I've always said that the harder you, harder you work, the luckier you get. Um, I guess that's, that's a motto I've always lived by. Um, and if you work hard, you will get lucky. So I think it's all, it all works in, works in to, into the one. Um, yes, we have been lucky. Yes, we've had some periods where we bought at the right time and, and, and the market's exploded. Um, but I think with property, it's always the right time to buy um, and then, then wait, you know. So it's... I guess there, there is a bit of luck. Um, you, you, may, you may buy right now and all of a sudden the market crashes. Who knows? But in 10 years' time, you're not going to be behind. You know, the, the, the property market's going to bounce back, going to bounce back at some stage. Um, one, of the, one of the best pieces of advice I, I, I've ever got was um, to predict the future, look back at the past. And if you have a look at the past and have a look at how properties performed in Australian history, that'll give you a really good idea on what's what's going to happen into the future. Um, and if you just trust that it's a, a long process rather than a short-term short-term investment, um, then, then you're going to be fine. History can say a lot about the present and future, which Malvin knows all too well. The media drives a lot of, a lot of the property market. Um, and, you know, you, you look at the moment and, and, and it's not a great time for property, um, you know, record interest or not record interest rates but the highest interest rates we've had in had in 10 years and banks banks are going broke over in america so you know there, there, there are scary things at the moment but as you said you look at look back at 2008 the gfc what happened and then then look at what house prices were in 2008 then look in 2010 and and just see how how much they they kicked and then they kicked again in 2013 and i remember being in the penrith area where a, a three-bedroom home was was three hundred fifty thousand. And overnight it was five hundred thousand, you know. So it just crazy. And, and I was ringing clients and say, "Hey, I can get you five hundred thousand dollars for your home. Do you want to sell?" And you know, and they're going, "No, you couldn't." I said, "Well, yeah, yeah. Come on the market, and we'll get you five hundred thousand. And I upgrading, and yeah, it was a great time. Um, but but that's that's. But you, you just look at that and go, okay, well, that is going to happen again at some stage. Thank you to Craig Malvin, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. Do you find yourself stressed out not knowing how or where to find the best property deals or what the best strategy is to build a wealth generating portfolio? Well, Dragon Dominski can help you while you save time and money. With about two decades of experience as an investor and expert buyer's agent, he finds positively geared properties with development potentials and secures and negotiates off-market deals for his clients. Now, he's offering you a no-obligation 
45-minute strategy call to get you started. Just simply text the code BAA with your name and email address to 0405-105-074 to get your no-obligation free 45-minute strategy call.